0: Are you raising money for single-family, multi-family, self-storage, or mobile home parks? You need to be at the Raising Money Summit in Denver, put on by Adam Adams, October 3rd through 5th. Again, that's the Raising Money Summit, and you can find that at RaisingMoneySummit.com. There are going to be speakers such as Adam Adams, Michael Blanc. Tim Bratz, Ellie Perlman, Alina Trigob, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Corey Peterson, Maureen Miles, and more. If you want to get 20% off of your ticket price, you can go to RaisingMoneySummit.com and enter the code word or keyword Spotlight. Again, Spotlight will get you 20% off of your tickets for the Raising Money Summit. Again, that's RaisingMoneySummit.com and... Spotlight will get you a 20% off discount. Welcome to REI Spotlight. Your host is David Schwan and today we have Dustin Hendrickson on and Dustin, welcome to the show. Thanks, David. Uh, Give us a little bit about uh, your background. My
1: background is mainly in construction. Um, I started out, I own my own roofing crew when i was about 22 maybe that's when i started a roofing crew and um i found myself liking going inside the homes more than anything else so i was drawn to i would always walk the floor plans and check out the houses and most other roofers would never do that they don't care they just go up on the roof get the roof shingled and leave i was more in, kind of intrigued by the home so um i wanted to get into housing and then my mom uh, approached me and said, Hey, you want to build a duplex? I'll finance it. You build it. You get half the equity. I get half the equity. And I said, yes, absolutely. Awesome. So that's how I started. And then we, me and my mother just kept building one after another, a lot of sweat equity involved, a lot of late nights, a lot of, a lot of long, long, long hours until I had like my second kid. Then as soon as my, as soon as my second kid came, this is 2008. Uh, I slowed, started slowing down a little bit, but I had four years of like, you know, I don't know, eighty-hour, sixty to eighty-hour work weeks, running a crew plus doing, running a roofing crew plus then working construction at night. So it's definitely not easy to save up equity. You know, anyone that thinks it's easy to save it up is it either takes a lot of time or a lot of labor.
0: It it, it, it definitely there is, uh, you 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 know, like you said, it's it's time, labor, um, you know, there's sweat or mental equity, one of the two or, or or both. You're just pouring it in to to grow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and where'd you go from there? <clears throat> and then I gradually
1: kept building bigger and bigger house or bigger and bigger apartments. So it was just duplexes, and then I, I actually sold the roofing crew, uh, got into building houses more, custom houses, spec houses, and then I would also build a duplex while I was building that to keep the income coming in, and then you know that would take the equity on the duplex and. It forced me to save. You know, I it, it's very hard to save money for most people, including myself. So, equity to me is a very easy way to save because it's hard to spend equity. You know, you can't feed your family on equity. So yeah. it's, it stays in the project, and uh, it's just a, a fantastic way to save money. So but I, I kept after the duplexes. I kept building bigger units, but I was still building the single family houses and doing single family development. Then all of a sudden, I realized that. This is not passive enough. I have way too much going on. I burden myself out. Um, I need more, more, more players involved, more teammates, and then I happened to find syndication because I there had to be a different way. So we went to this. Someone drugged me to a conference. It was a Jake and Geno conference actually, and I I basically said, "Yep, this is what I want to do because this this is the development has way too much risk and." You can get the same value add component on a syndication without the development risk. So you still have the value add component, but you still have your cash flow coming in. So if the economy tanks, you still have your cash flow. You just don't get paid for the value add stuff you did until you know the economy comes back. I would say.
0: And and, and also, you know, usually you you can see that ahead of time. Of like, okay, um, yeah, the you know, a couple units in going, yeah, this value adds not, you know, this isn't the time for it. The market's not supporting it. So we're, you know, we're just going to shut that part of it down and, you know, we'll, we'll ride until uh, you know, until we see that we can get those uh, increases that, that, that we were expecting. So you don't have to, you know, keep shelling out that money. You know, it, you, you do have that control on the value add of like, look, if it's not paying dividends on, on upgrading, we'll just hold off and we'll upgrade when the, when when the market will support it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, you, even, you can even eliminate a lot of risk on that side as well. Um, and, and then also the liability part, uh, I basically had one year ago, I had so much, uh, liabilities, contingent liabilities. Uh, they were starting to pile up. It was too much. The bank even told me, Hey, you got, you got too much contingent liabilities. And then you start, uh, and adding that in with maybe a recession is coming or i mean eventually one has to come and we're in on a long cycle so you start coupling both all that stuff together and you're like okay syndication you can eliminate the risk eliminate the liability eliminate the guarantee just everything about it is is better and more sophisticated and the returns are better and it's more passive so it's hard for me to see I guess the thing about development is you can really, really make a lot of money if you hit the certain right areas, but it can that can all go away with just one 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 swipe of the economy and all that development can go away.
0: Yeah, and yeah and the yeah. development
1: takes what two, three years. I mean there's so much legislation and bureaucracy to get through. If you go in a really nice location, which is what I prefer to do, you're in the middle of a downtown, you got all these all this stuff to deal with, so the projects take a lot longer.
0: And yeah, yeah. so there's
1: it's even more risk then because then you're, you got a forecast for three years ahead of time. Then you got another one year of uh, stabilization. So
0: yeah yeah, 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 especially in the cycle that we're in right now, you know, the development, it's like, yeah, it, you can still make money, but you know, like you said, we're, we're kind of in that uh, precipice because, you know, like you said, you know, you're, you're dealing with a longer term t- turnaround and you know, when you're three, four years out and it, it's, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you still have to have that, that contingency plan right now of like, look, the brakes could be thrown in on this, you know, so, you, you know, it's like you got to, and it's hard to forecast out three, four years right now in the cycle we're in. So, yeah, I definitely understand where that's a, you know, that that becomes a, a much riskier thing because I, I was, you know, my background's in construction too. And, you know, I remember in 07 and 08, you know, there were developments that, you know, eventually, yeah, you know, they've they've made money now, but, you know, there were, People who, you know, they were cutting development losses back then, you know, and and just dropping projects like they were a hot potato, and and you know, it, it's so so yeah. There's definitely that risk of you know if you don't have the runway to get it you know get it up and running and, and off the ground before something happens, you can be in a really shaky spot. And that's like you said, you know, that's that's where the the beauty of multi-family and a, and an existing property, you know, that has that value add component that you know you, you can take advantage of it it it's yeah. just makes it such a such a, a, a less risky uh you know adv- you know venture to get into
1: yeah and the development side too you never know there's always something inherent that you run into that it's like oh how why didn't we figure why did we not know about this oh well it's a br- it was a brand new thing that was just introduced or uh, we don't know why we didn't know about it, but the architect didn't know about it, the engineer didn't know it, nobody knew about it, and then it just comes up. Well, actually, actually, we ran into a little cistern in the bottom basement of one of the buildings we're doing now, and so we had to excavate a whole cistern out, or a well out, by hand, because no one even knew it was there, and it was too unstable to pour on, so we had to fill it with gravel, I mean, that's a ton of labor
0: yeah i i i remember seeing your post of of working on that and I was like i'm glad that's him and not me <laughs> you know it's it's uh yeah you 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 definitely you know well that's that's a point of you know it's like look not you you know you're going to run into issues at some point sometime and and that's the 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 whole thing is is you know it's going to come up you just yeah. don't know where it's gonna come up or where it's gonna come from but you just yeah. have to have that 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 mindset that, look, it's, there's, I'm going in even, you know, even on a value add project, whatever your projects are, you have to have that mindset of like, look, I'm going in there, but there's going to be something that's going to blindside me. I don't, you know, I know a very, very few projects where everything went, everything was pre-planned and everything went along as it was supposed to. There's always, you know, Sometimes it's a lot bigger blind side than others. And, you know, we all do what we can to mitigate risk, but, you know, risk is still, it's still there. You know, it, everything has a risk and, you know, sometimes, you know, I mean, sometimes mother nature will pop something on you that, you know, you couldn't have forecasted even if you wanted to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Mother nature does whatever she wants and you've got no power there's zero nothing you can do you just got to wait till she's done and then go in there and clean it up
0: <laughs> figure yeah, yeah 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 figure out mother nature after she's uh, you know hopefully you 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 don't face her full fury and wrath <laughs> you know uh, but hey, yeah it, that, it,
1: that's one reason why I'm, we're, we we are selling everything with any subterranean everything that has subterranean space is on the market because sub space mother nature puts water in it no matter what I don't I just I've never seen a basement that didn't have water in it.
0: Uh, usually that's uh, well I mean water's going to run to the lowest spot. It, it's it's uh y- y- you know ask a- ask any plumber you know and they'll <laughs> tell you. Actually you were in the roofing business you know that too because water on the roof will find its lowest spot too. <laughs> yeah. You know so yeah yeah I I I don't blame you for uh you know wanting to uh, w- wanting to go that direction and, and to move away f- away from uh that risk factor just to to kind of stabilize yourself so you don't have to worry about those other uh those other parts and pieces
1: yeah so uh, basically this this is like one but de- we only have one de- development project on the book well we're starting another one a small one in madison and that also that's been like a two-year project i seem to pick projects in historical districts because i want I always want the best location. Like it's easy for me to pass on any deal that I don't like the location because I've just, it's the one thing tried and true. It doesn't matter how bad the property is. It's, if it's in a good location, it'll eventually sell. It's just so much about the location.
0: Uh, well, I mean, you know, that's what every realtor will tell you. It's always location, location, location. And that's why they say that is because it's, Look, if you have a, a a good enough location and a desirable enough location, it, the rest of it, it's it's you can mess up, but you know you still have options because if the location's good enough, somebody's going to want it and somebody's going to want to be there.
1: Yeah, if, you know, everyone says all these things, and there's all these sayings for a reason, but you don't really understand them until you actually understand them. Yes, so I. The only deals I've ever lost money on are bad locations. So I mean, we can just put it. like, Yeah, I can just put it like that. And I, I can tell or I know that location is the most important thing. But even though everyone tells you, you still don't really know until you figure it out.
0: Yeah, yeah. So well, that's that's with most things, you know. It, it, it's we're 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 human, and, and we have to have that uh, every once in a while. We or usually we just have to have that that confirmation part of it, you know. And usually you have to learn it. Physically, you just have to, you know, you you have to live through it, get that experience, and go, yep. Now I see why. Yeah, pain.
1: It causes a lot of pain. Yeah, and, or, or, and if it causes <laughs> a lot of pain, it'll be a lot better learning experience.
0: <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, we're we're hardwired to avoid pain. I mean, you know, that's that's like I think that's our brain's like number one responsibility is to you know keep us from from pain. And you know, that's, that's how, you, that's why you learn so much from pain is because your body is just wired to go, no, I don't want that ever again. Yeah. Um, so how, how did you transition into more of the, uh, the, 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 the passive side?
1: Um, I basically just started breaking down my investments um, I, I learned that buy and hold was not that great of a strategy and it's just, it's more of a, a, a cop out or an easy way to make money on real estate. You just buy and hold and eventually it's worth a lot more. Right. So the more you get in, but like I got into syndication model, the more I started applying it to everything that I do. And I started realizing that these investments were awful. I've never, I never really put them on paper. You know, I just buy a, I buy a, I build it. I'd have a bunch of equity in it as long as it didn't cause me any issues. Because so the property manager's taking care of it. It's not a big deal. I was fine. Then I started actually put everything down on paper. Like same with the syndication we went through and put all our investments out there. And the there was some investments that were only making like two percent. So all those right away immediately put them on the chopping block. Uh, we basically sold everything. We have one more single family asset for sale that's closing, or it's it is it's sold, or it's it's pending. It closes on in August, and the only only thing single family stuff I'll have left are a few duplexes with my mom. But I don't even she runs them, super efficient, and she wants to keep them. So I actually probably make about 15% on those. So I'll, we'll probably end up, I'll probably keep those, but only because she runs them. If she wasn't running them, I would sell those as well. Uh,
0: uh, uh, in other words, it's like, look, those are, you know, those those are her project and, it, and it's really a headache free project for you. So, you yeah. know, it, it's, well, well, we'll just let that sit there and, and mom can mom yep. can have her, you, you know, what she's into and, and, and do that. And, you know, and especially if you're still making 10, 15% on them, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, that's a good return. And, and, and you know, especially, uh, you know, especially if, if that's what it is, you just let it ride and, and enjoy that one. And then uh, just move on to your, to your next, uh, to your next project. What is, uh what are you looking, where are you looking to go from where you're at now?
1: I'm looking to get completely out of all of the development side. As soon as I wrap everything up, then everything will be, it'll be basically full on syndication. And then just community projects in my local community here in Brookings, South Dakota, anything that's, or we there's another community close to us in Sioux Falls that I would probably look at doing something. That's the only stuff I want to do is just community building pro, projects that actually help the community. Like, mixed use in popular locations where people want to live. So give a real desirable community building type experience. Like right now, the building we're doing is actually a commercial kitchen dining hall. So it's, it's going to be a community gathering space for, and like any type of entrepreneur can learn how to cook and package their product there and then actually sell it. Cause it'll be served awesome. safe. So it's a kind of an entrepreneur uh, startup. Plus, and like can people that can around here that don't want to do it in their house, they can come and can with some industrial equipment and they got a lot of space. So if a bunch, if like a family likes to can, they could come in and can during the holidays. Um, you, awesome. could, you can rent the space. We're going to try and do get a bunch of pop-up chefs, you know. So you can, if you, we can have a manager and a manager can um, have the people, they can be there. The manager can be served safe. And then so anybody that wants to cook something as long as they meet all these requirements, they can come in and cook the meal they want and present it to the public. So we're hoping to get a lot of cultural, more culture stuff that's going on in there share some food.
0: food awesome. Ideas. Awesome. That is, that's, that's a, that's an awesome way. And I, and, and I love that philosophy. It's like, well, I'm, um, I'm, you know, my, my main focus is going to be on the syndication and I'm going to let this ride. And then I, I love the fact that you've said that, you know, I want, you, you know, with, with, with my, work part of it it's like if i'm working on something i want it to be something that's going to be community and help the community and be you know improve improve your neighborhood improve your you you know your local economy that's uh that's amazing i love that uh i i love that philosophy of just you know being so so committed and so focused on your local community I, i i i like that a lot um what uh as far as the multi family are you looking at mainly local stuff or do you do no uh, uh, or are you mostly out of town on the yes. on the multi family so
1: I don't really have enough time to go out of town so all that what I'm doing is just researching all the best indicators and investing passively with them and then I'll get a good good uh, feel of who I want to deal with in the future and then hopefully I can partner with them on some of my own syndications but I feel like I just don't like, I don't, I feel like I don't have enough time or I can't be in the location as much. I mean, some people are fine with doing that, but I would just rather take it a little slower, wrap up all my existing obligations, and then just go full into it where I can actually be capable of providing a lot of value to whatever the syndication team is.
0: Definitely. I I certainly understand that of making sure that what you're in is, is, you know, you can where you have you don't have the extra time demands where you can you know just focus all your energy on that on that subject that pro or you know that project or projects but you know you don't have uh, you don't have these this other stuff that's you know pulling you away so you can put you know focus all your energy on on that and we all do better when we're single focused you know when we have one you know one main goal that we're focused on that helps us move towards that goal a lot faster than when you're, you know, when you're, you're, you're doing the shotgun pattern and, you know, you're, you're focused on like 10 different things, you know, you never, no, no, none of the 10 things move is quite as efficiently or as, as fast as you would like them to, but that's because you don't have that, you're not putting all that energy behind it. And that, you know, when you get those synergies, that's when everything starts moving at a much rapid, much more rapid pace. So I, I, I like your philosophy there.
1: Well, that your whole philosophy there. I actually was. That's one thing that led me to syndication because I was taking the shotgun approach, and as soon as I found syndication, then I was gonna also add that to my arsenal. And I realized, like, hey, I need to get rid of all this other stuff so I can just crush the syndication. And so I'm just slowly learning about the syndication and investing, uh, you know, my single family equity into the into the passive. And I feel like I'll have a really really good grasp. You know, when I actually do start syndicating, I don't want to be the guy that goes out there and runs into a bunch of issues on his first syndication.
0: Definitely. So uh, you've uh, so being the passive that has been a good learning experience for you. So you've 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 been picking up a lot of uh, a lot of tips and tricks just being on the passive side.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still. I'm still learning how to send, like, I know how to syndicate, but I just don't have the time to do it. So I don't yet, but so, yeah, I just, I feel like going on the passive side actually just gives me a really good idea of who, of how the other syndicators work. So then when I really want, when I, when I have time to actually hit it super hard and focus, I can, all the money that I bring from my investors I'll already be, I, you know, I, they can say, well, what'd you do? And I can say, here's all my returns from the past two years. We've, I mean, I've already tested and vetted all these guys, so you don't have to worry.
0: Awesome. Yeah, the, and and it gives you that roadmap of, you know, not everybody does everything the same, and it's like, well, you know, you can, you know, especially since you're involved with different operators, you can go, well, I like how this operator does A, and I like how this operator does B, so when I do it, I'm going to take A from over here and B from over here, and, you know, be able to, to work your product. To exactly what you want it to, and then you can pull the parts and pieces because you have the experience with all these, you know, with these different operators, and go. Well, I like how they do this, and I like how they do this, and you know, you can just pull and pull all the best parts and pieces that you like from everything, so that way you have, you have a better grasp and a better understanding how your your specific map looks. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great game plan. I I, I like the way that. Uh, that you have that set up in the way that you're thinking on that. Well, thanks. Um, what uh, Besides uh, besides helping with uh, the community projects, how else do you like to give back to your community?
1: Uh, the best way I like to give back to my community is to spread joy by just talking or just, just making sure everyone around me is having a good time um, for the most part. I might be a little too loud for some people sometimes, but I try to come in the room and have a big smile and make everyone feel good. That's the best way that I can get back. Um, and I also like uh, at this, the university, we do a lot of scholarship stuff. And uh, well, not a lot. We want to do a little more, but we do, we do some scholarship stuff and we do some, uh, some advertising there and try to do as much as we can mm-hmm. with the school. I, I just like the I like the university. It's neat having all those young kids around that are all energetic.
0: Uh, definitely, definitely. There's a there. There's that vibe and that energy of uh, you, you know that university life that that gives you a great vibe and energy.
1: I'm also on some boards, some downtown boards. I'm not really good at boards, though. You know, I I just I'm not very political, and I. <laughs> I can't just, I'm not very good at just sitting there in a meeting while everyone's talking about, I just, I'm just not good at boards. So I kind of sit there and uh, wait for them to ask me questions. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good at all that stuff. I'm way better at just going. It's like the community, something. Okay. I'll just go and do it. It's easier for me to do it than for, to wait for the community to try and figure it out and go through the, the government here and then go through the city and go through the county and, by the time they figure it all out, people have already moved on five years later.
0: Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, look, uh, let's, let's cut through the, through the, 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 the BS and, you know, let's figure out what we can just go ahead and do and get the ball rolling and and, and be done with it instead of, uh, you know, committee meetings for hours. It's, uh, you know, look, uh, we, we don't, you know, quit burning daylight here, <laughs> you know, figure out what we, what we're going to do and let's, let's get our butts uh moving instead of talking. Uh, which I agree with. I, I like that mindset.
1: And then I, I guess I help, I help entrepreneurs, you know, anybody that has any, any kind of question I have, I'm open. I, I'd gladly answer any type of questions you have. I'm not saying I'm right, but I have, I have, I'm, very creative, so you might be able to take some of what I'm saying and pull off of it, mix it with your ideas. Because I, whatever you have going on, I'll, I have a different style. I'll come in with a different side, a different angle. So I'm I'm open to helping younger entrepreneurs, or I guess any any entrepreneur that has any type of question.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, if my listeners want to get a hold of you, what's uh, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you and 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 talk with you?
1: Uh, DM me on LinkedIn is
0: the best way awesome awesome um, and I'll put a link to your uh, I'll put a link to your LinkedIn in the uh, in the show notes so that they can reach you um, anything else that you want to you, you want to shout out to uh, to my listeners anything else that you want to any other pieces of information that you want to give them or pieces of advice
1: just concentrate on getting that mailbox money because if you can you'll be able to do whatever you want in the future. So that's basically what I learned. That's the main thing I learned was like, I can quit doing all of this work, take all my equity, put it into syndications. And then with the passive income, all like I can just do what I actually love doing, which is designing stuff, um, help and just kind of helping other people and improving the community through design. And then, you know, I do like doing syndications too. That's more of a job though, but it's like not even really a job. So I just, I don't know. I just I, getting that passive income helps you enjoy life so much more because you're, you you do not feel that, uh, that pressure to work, to have to work 40 hours every single week. You don't always have to crush it, I guess.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That is amazing advice. And, uh, I just, uh, I just want to thank you for, for hopping on here. I thank you for, uh, you know, spending time with my listeners and I just, uh, Like I said, I I just wanted to thank you. I appreciate you being on the show and and we'll definitely have to have you back on again.
1: You're very welcome. And thank you very much. You're a gracious host. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Yep. Have a good day.